Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes filles et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. This is the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. I am Jesse Martineau. And again, before we get to the preview for next week's episode, I do want to give an update on our contest that we have. As a reminder, we are going to be giving away two tickets to Putsin Fest. Uh, the final day to enter this contest is June 7th. Again, so if you want to be entered for a chance to win two tickets to Putsin Fest, which is, of course, sold out in absolute no time, and I'm pretty sure this is the only way you're going to be able to get in at this point. If you want to have a chance to win... Uh, these two tickets, you need to make sure to enter the contest. And the way to do it, the way to enter the contest, first thing you have to do is you need to like our page on Facebook. And when you go to our page, the pin post or the very first post you see uh, will be something that Mike put on there is that lets you know what this contest is. It introduces the contest. And the first way you get entry into the contest is to just like that post. If you like that post, you get one entry. Second, if you share that post you get yourself a second entry. And then the third way is to follow us on YouTube. Now, we don't really know how an easy way to track who follows us on YouTube, so the way we are awarding uh, chances for the Putsin Fest tickets through the YouTube subscription is by actually just telling us in the comments that you have followed us on YouTube. So if you want three shots at winning these two tickets to Putsin Fest, you gotta make sure, first of all, that you like our page, and then follow the post, uh, like the post, excuse me, share the post, and then write in the comments that you have, in fact, followed us on YouTube. Those three uh, will allow you to get a chance, or the most chances, at the uh, at the two tickets for, Z- for Putsin Fest. As for this upcoming episode, next week, this one's actually way fun. Uh, this is another guest that Mike and I had the opportunity to meet in person. She's awesome. She's a poet, playwright, She's a performer. She's a stand-up comedian. She's done stand-up comedy. She's done sketch comedy. Abby Page, uh, somebody we've talked about before uh, during our recap of the Rassemblement. Uh, so we actually were able to conduct an interview with her, which was really awesome. We talked a lot about her uh, one-person performance that she wrote and starred in, which was called Peacework When We Were French. But before that, we actually we talked a lot about her family history, and she grew up in Vermont, which is something that was different for me. The story of Vermont is not usually told as far as the French-Canadian picture. So it was cool to get her perspective of that growing up in Vermont. And, and she has a very unique story, is that she got married and moved to Quebec. Her view of identity, I think, is super, super interesting. As you can tell, I think, if you listen to the interview, it's not entirely clear that she i mean it's pretty obvious that she has not got this entire identity picture figured out (laughs) like i certainly don't either so i think it's really really interesting uh to get her perspective on it now having moved um from vermont uh to quebec we talked about uh, i mentioned in the intro that she wrote piecework when we were french and we talked a lot about that performance that is something again that everybody should (laughs) When you have the opportunity, uh, get a hold of this performance. In this play, uh, she plays a number of characters. It's like 10 different characters. What she did was before she actually went about writing um, the performance, she interviewed a ton of people. And so she talks a little bit about how that interview process went and how she went from 
a bunch of, you know, interviews that she recorded to all of a sudden turning those interviews into characters that she was going to portray uh, in the show. And what is way cool to me is that I didn't really know anything at all about the Vermont French-Canadian scene whatsoever. And yet, the, a lot of the characters, and I say this in the interview, a lot of the characters that she portrayed absolutely reminded me of people I knew growing up, which I think was super interesting. Telling some stories that not identical, super, super similar. So I think if you have a French-Canadian background at all, at least in the New England area, you a lot of these stories that these characters are telling, I think would absolutely be familiar to you, which is a giant reason why you should pick up this this. Uh, this play of piecework when we were French. And we talk about, she talks about the process again of going from interview to characters and then the choice of the title and why she chose piecework. And we talk about, you know, what piecework is and why that's significant to kind of the picture that she's tried to try to tell. And we talked about some of the themes of the show. You know, one of the themes is something that came up in a lot of our discussions was like, you know, the role of the church being tied into what French Canadian identity was we talked about the, the idea that many of French-Canadian heritage were ridiculed um, for being French. And so kind of the steps they took um, to maybe not highlight their French-Canadian heritage, in some cases, in fact, go out of their way to hide the fact that they had French-Canadian heritage because it, it opened you up to ridicule, to be put down if you were identified as French. And we also noted that not only we talked about the piecework part of her title, but the second part, which was When We Were French, which I thought was kind of a really cool second piece because it was in the past tense, which struck me. The, the whole idea of, you know, when we were French, that there was a time that we might have been more French than we are now. And the fact that there is a transition and that people might view it as, you know, some people th- consider themselves more French than other people. Or there was a time when they were more French than they are now. Um, I think it's super fascinating. We get into all of that with Abby. We definitely talk about, we we finish off by talking about Abby's new project. Now, we don't have a ton of details. We're going to make sure that you follow Abby Page's website, which we will absolutely put in all of our social media. You're going to want to follow that because Mike and I have had the benefit of seeing this performance already. She did it at the Rassemble Mall, and it is amazing. I'm hoping to be able to get it to match. If any event, if you if you see that it's going to be anywhere near you, you absolutely have to check it out. Super, super interesting. Again, next next week's interview, Abby Page, Piecework, When We Were French, and another play to come. Hilarious person. Super interesting interview. I look forward to having you guys check that out. All right. So in, in our in-between weeks, we uh, I do like a preview. I'm have a conversation piece that has absolutely nothing to do with anything I've talked about uh, during the interview is generally what I try to do. So for this one, I'm going to, I'm curious, the biggest event we have here at the Franco American center mm. is puts in fest. Yeah. It's enormous. Yeah. I haven't been yet. Okay. Well we have to remedy that. That's the first thing. What, how familiar with, were you with puts in growing up in Vermont? Was that a thing? Oh, not at all. Well, you know what? I shouldn't say that because there's a place in Burlington called Nectar's that is famous for gravy fries. It doesn't have a bird on it, but it was like a thing. It's been a thing for as long as I've been alive. Gravy fries, but they never put curd on it. So I don't know if I don't know if there's any relationship between <laughs> Nectar's fries and Putsin, but but Nectar's fries were the closest thing I knew before 
Um, I'm trying to think of my first exposure to Putsin. It was probably in the early 2000s in Montreal. Gotcha. I didn't know. Nope. <laughs> and and are you a Putsin traditionalist or are you okay with a couple of topics thrown in there? This is this is crucial. I think I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some pretty funky things happening on Putsin that I don't like pizza, kind of like pizza toppings and <laughs> Oh, gosh, there's a place in Montreal that I'm not going to remember the name of, but my husband and I used to go there when we were young enough to eat a great deal of poutine, and they did all kinds of all kinds of problematic things with it. But, yeah, so I would say I'm a traditionalist. That's hilarious. All right, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair To think that everything they love we simply do not share our culture will survive Each of us must choose How much to keep alive Each of us must choose How much to keep alive Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fclpodcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode. This program is recorded at the Conquer TV Podcasting Studio. The views and opinions expressed during this podcast are not necessarily those of Conquer TV. The producer is solely responsible for its content.